This podcast is a Radio Mike original production. Head to radiomike.com.au to find out more. This episode of 20th Century Boy is brought to you by Radio Mike on Patreon and the Radio Mike YouTube channel, now with clips from this podcast. Of course, as always, you can get the full episode of the show in video form over on the YouTube channel. But if you don't have time to listen to the podcast for an hour every week, but you still want to catch up when you can on what's been going on, there are now short clips of each segment of the podcast up on YouTube throughout the week. Make sure to subscribe, comment, thumbs up, and check out all of our videos on the YouTube channel. And jump onto the Patreon at patreon.com slash radiomike for as little as a dollar a month for two bonus podcasts every week. I've got something for you. Fine, I may have sat on it at some point, but I imagine it'll taste fine just the same. Welcome to 20th Century Boy. My name is Mike Wazowski, and this is the inside of my mind. No, 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 I joke, I joke. My name is actually Radio Mike. Yes, that Radio Mike. You've probably heard of me. (laughs) And uh, this is my podcast, 20th Century Boy. Welcome to it. It's a podcast about me, a writer and producer from here in Melbourne, Australia, just trying to make his way through life. Sometimes it's easier than other times. The moment, I'm bloody cruising. Life is good. It's sunny. Last week it was raining when I was recording this. Today, sunny, sun's out. Beautiful day here in Melbourne. It was a great night last night as well. So, you know, things are good. 20th Century Boy, guys, it's the conversations you wish you were having right? That's the slug line of this potty, the conversations you wish you were having. And let's, let's just say, and I'll get more into this later. It's the conversation. Apparently a lot of people want to be having more on that later, but it's been a big week for the pod and uh, I can't wait to talk to you guys about it. I wanted to start today and uh, I'm going to do this every time someone joins the Patreon, but uh, welcome to the Patreon family, Patreon Peter, who was signed up to the Patreon at the $12 a month tier. So he's going to give me $12 a month. Thank you so much, Peter. And you can support this show on Patreon, patreon.com slash radio mic. Uh, it goes a very long way. Really appreciate you jumping on board. Guys, as always, uh, well, I don't say this as much on the pod anymore, but you can win this podcast. We're the only winnable podcast in the world. The way this podcast is won, it's, it's a, it's a two-step process. One, wherever you are right now, as you're listening to this, do a 360 spin on the spot. Just do a 360. Look around, oh, look around. If you happen to see me in your vicinity at the exact time that you're listening to this podcast, then you have won the podcast congratulations, you've won the podcast. When you win the podcast, come up to me now as you're listening to this, come up to me wherever you are. Could be at the gym. I don't go to a gym, so you wouldn't see me there. Could be on the street. I'm often walking. I walk around a lot. You might see me on the street. I live here in Richmond. If you're in Richmond, listen to the podcast. You might see me, right? Come up to me now, announce that you've won the podcast. I, you win the podcast and then the podcast ends forever. Because that once a game is won, it's over. So if someone wins the podcast, unfortunately, you bear the burden of ending this podcast forever, but you win the podcast, right? You cannot set it up by 
um, going somewhere that you know I will be and just playing the podcast in your ears. You have to win the podcast simply through coincidence. It's never happened, but maintain we're the only winnable podcast in the world. There is no other podcast in the world that you can win that I know of. So good luck. The game is on. Um, message came through this week from Patreon Kyle G. Welcome to the RF. I like to start often with just a message um, recapping the last step. Uh, Patreon Kyle G. So send, send anything in, guys. RadioMikePod at gmail.com, radio.mike on Insta, um, the Discord, it, at its Radio Mike tweet about the show. Kyle says, just finished this week's pod and had a few thoughts. Really relate when you were talking about social media apps and the amount of time you're on them slash your phone. I find because I spend a lot of time working and doing social media stuff for work, I can't be bothered to look at or post anything after work. Curious to know, since your personal accounts have a big overlap with your TCB stuff, 20th Century Boy, do you find this affects your enthusiasm to post personal stuff after work slash on weekends? Or is it a non-issue? This is, I've actually been thinking recently about making a private Instagram just for my friends, just so I can post normal stuff. Funnily enough, because most of, pretty much everything I post on Instagram is a clip from this show. Sometimes I just post photos of like what I'm doing at the time, but more often than not, it all just links back to work-based stuff, which is this. Funnily enough though, when I, um, I was, when I had a girlfriend last year or whenever that, that was, I don't know. There's just, there's so many girls. I don't know. <laughs> I didn't mean it like that. I just like the timeline of my life is, is all off, but she was looking through my Instagram once and she scrolled like so far back to like the first few posts I did well before I was ever radio Mike or even working in the industry when I was just a uni student. And she was like, Oh if you scroll far enough back on your Instagram, it, it just, you end up just being a normal person with an Instagram and it is like, it's just photos of like what I was doing that day. If you scroll all the way back on my Insta, there's some interest, there's just photos of like me at a gig, ah, me traveling, here's me with my friends. Like, you know, I don't really do that anymore, but that's what Instagram used to be. But when the thing with me is just to unpack it, my use of social media has always been comedic in some way. Like even if you go and read the captions of some of those posts, um, I was always just trying to think what is, what can I do? That's funny. What's a funny joke I can do in this caption. Cause that's what it was back then on Instagram in 2014, 2013, 2015, it was just post a photo and put a witty caption on it. That's all the Instagram was back then. <laughs> so yeah, I, uh, I do, I do find it hard to just post personal stuff, but I mean, I don't really care that much, to be honest. Um, okay, we do need to talk about the biggest news of this week um, because it's pretty awesome uh, for this podcast, for you, for me, for everyone involved. Um, a few months ago, we were a, a, a viral clip from this show was discussed at length on the Kyle and Jackie O show. So this guy called Radio Mike. Thanks, Jackie O. Um, and uh, they talked about the Phenomenon, one of the long-running uh, gags on this show. If you're new to the show, go listen to that episode. I can't be bothered explaining it right now. Um, and this might be another in sort of episode. But, and that was cool because 
it was kind of one of the first times we like something I did on this show was found by someone much bigger than me and and commented on like the producers at Kyle and Jackie O saw this video were like this is funny gave it to Kyle and Jackie O which is the biggest radio show in this country I don't know if I said that and they played it and look I'm sure they play stuff from TikTok and whatever all the time it was just very cool for me to be like oh they're talking about me they're talking about my podcast they're talking about my thing and that was awesome got a completely different one for you today that shocked me and I don't know how it happened but it's one of the coolest things that has happened in the history of this podcast and uh, I got a message the other day I, I can't remember who, who who it was I don't have the name here so apologies but welcome to the radio family and they said to me I definitely just heard your voice in the latest episode of the Wall Street Journal podcast about the future of streaming Don't know how big your crossover audience is. Guys, this podcast was featured on the Wall Street Journal podcast. An excerpt of this podcast was played on the Wall Street Journal podcast. Bam. That to me is one of the coolest things in the world. The Wall Street Journal podcast. Okay, admittedly, I didn't even know they did a podcast. And admittedly as well, if you do listen to it, I basically have like a, a they basically take a 10-second excerpt from this podcast and play it on their podcast in reference to what they're talking about. Um, I'll, I'll play it for you right now, actually. Um, and I just want to rave on this a little bit. So this is me. Uh, this is my little feature on the Wall Street Journal podcast. But now that the whole industry has moved to streaming, the options are kind of overwhelming. People have taken to social media to vent. Every time I want to go to watch something, it's on a That's not me. streaming service than the ones I already have. You've got like 10 different apps. They all have different accounts, usernames, passwords you have to keep track of. It just becomes impossible. There is too many. I don't need to see another plus nothing. I need to start seeing minuses. I need to see subtraction signs. It's so annoying. Meanwhile, for streaming companies, subscriber growth is starting to stall. So there you go. I was, my point was made on the Wall Street Journal podcast. Okay. Little bit of a Mike Wazowski moment, I admit. That's why I started today with Mike Wazowski as the name. But, you know, in, in Monsters, Inc. with Mike Wazowski, he has the, they print their photo on the Monsters, Inc. magazine and there's a big sticker covering Mike Wazowski's face. Anyway, I just wanted to point this out because to me, it just says that the scope of this podcast is growing like a producer at the fucking wall street journal was looking for journalistic, you know, the voices of the people around the world about this topic of streaming and the future of streaming. And that was me talking about how Netflix sucks now, which was one of my viral TikToks. They found that they've gone, yep, this is good. This makes a point. Let's feature this on the show, which is awesome. And just one of the coolest things to ever happen to me in in my entire life says the podcast is growing, says people are seeing the clips from all around the world and important people uh, who produce big podcasts like the Wall Street Journal podcasts are seeing it too. And I, I mean, I started talking about our new Patreon member. We're at 67 Patreons now. We're nearly at 70. Next, we might nearly be at 80 if more and more people get on board this because, I mean, 
this episode today, it's 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 a huge thanks to you guys, particularly the people who have been here since the start of this podcast, um, who have listened to every episode and have been here for five years. If you're new as well, thanks for jumping on and taking an interest in it because I do think that this podcast is good and I think it's fun and I think it's interesting and I think we talk about stuff that other podcasts don't really in a comedic way. And um, I think the fact that, you know, from the comedic end, the Kyle and Jackie O show picked up a thing from our podcast and from a journalistic end, uh, the Wall Street Journal picked it up. And what I think is so important about that to me as a creator and the producer of this podcast and, you know, the guy who writes everything on this podcast and comes up with it all. I think for me, like I always wanted this podcast or like where the podcast is today is exactly where I wanted it to be when I started. Um, I look back on the first season of this podcast and cringe. I'm thinking about taking it off the internet, um, which I know people will be annoyed about, but generally speaking, I wanted this podcast to be like a comedic, but intellectual discussion of various things um, that I care about the conversations I wished I was having. Right. And I think it's there. And I think you guys, there's clearly a listenership. There's clearly an appeal to the conversations we're having on this podcast. There's clearly an appeal to the comedy on this podcast. And that's exactly what I wanted and more than I ever could have asked for. And every week I see the listenership growing, the views growing across all of my stuff. And, you know, that to me, this podcast is literally the most true, the truest expression of me. And the fact that it's working says that I'm doing something right. And I love that. And I love that everyone's listening. And I know people probably come on this podcast for more comedic hot takes, but whatever, it's my podcast. This is what I'm talking about this week because, you know, I, I honestly couldn't believe it. I couldn't believe that something I said was, was being picked up on the Wall Street Journal podcast. Funnily enough, because they've ripped it off a clip off TikTok, which had the Pirates of the Caribbean theme uh, in the background, because I was talking about how I'm moving over to piracy, which I have totally done, by the way. Sorry, not piracy, Jack Sparrowing. So <laughs> you can hear in the background of the clip the, the Pirates of the Caribbean theme just playing. So I'm like making these good points about the streaming and how convoluted it is. And it's just like, <laughs> which is really funny, but yeah, I mean, that's the thing. I think that's what this podcast is all about. It's about making fun observations about pop culture and the world, but also, you know, I went to university, I studied media. I was really good at English at school. And that's kind of, I feel like the point of difference for this pod is that it's a bit educated, um, like it's university educated. And I think that's cool. That's what I wanted. So to all of you listening and, and whenever you're listening to this, just know that this week in particular was a week that I felt really proud of this show. I always feel proud of it, but I think this week I felt really proud to know that the scope of the show has grown so much that it was featured in the Wall Street Journal podcast. and to me, that's one of the awesomest things that could ever happen to someone. So, um, yeah, onward and upward, let's go to the stars with this pod. And, um, yeah, that's the main thing I wanted to talk about today, but I do have a few other things I wanted to talk about. We've been doing this sort of segment on the show recently. It hasn't had a name or a segment opener, but, um, I've got another one 
So uh, I I wanted to do this. I didn't know that. Things you didn't know. If anyone can name the backing music of that segment opener, where it's from, <laughs> I'll give you a prize because it's quite funny. Um, things you didn't know. It's just like things you didn't know that you should have known. Um, for example, it started with me not knowing that the phrase you sound like a broken record refers to a vinyl record as opposed to a Guinness Book of World Records record. Idiot Mike. There's another one. This one I don't think is as stupid, but I think I I think this could blow your mind. In the interest of blowing minds, I think this might get a few people. I genuinely think a lot of people don't know about this. So please let me know. I might make it a clip. So comment below if you knew this or not. This really shocked me and I only found it out like maybe two or three years ago because of I looked up the lyrics to a song. But and I could I could be stupid, guys. I could be stupid. But I really think I really think you guys wouldn't have known this. So hear me out. Of course, there is the word paranoia, which is like being paranoid. Paranoia, right? You're paranoid about something. I didn't know that it's not paranoia, P-A-R-A-N-O-R-I-A. It's not paranoia. It's paranoia. It's P-A-R-A. N-O-I-A. There's no R at the end. Am I the only person that didn't know that? I think because there's also like paranormal. And I think because of paranormal, I assumed that paranoia was paranoia, but it's paranoia. There is no R there. Is Is this blowing anyone's mind or am I an idiot? Because I genuinely thought it was paranoia but I find out it's paranoia. I don't think I've ever seen the word written down, or at least I hadn't ever seen the word written down. And it was like a, um, it was like one of those Mandela effects where I was like, wait, paranoia is paranoia. I thought it was paranoia, but now I'm being told it's paranoia. Am I just getting really paranoid? Do I have paranoia about whether paranoia was paranoia in the past? Apparently it's always been paranoia. Am I, am I overreacting? Did everyone think it was paranoia, like paranormal? Paranoia. Ah, paranoia. Now it's just sounding weird. But anyway, that's this week's. (laughs) Fuck, I've lost the opener. (laughs) I didn't know that. Things you didn't know. Send in your own things you didn't know as well, because uh, I want to keep featuring them on the pod. They're really funny. I I actually did get one um, from a friend who... It's it's a pretty common one, but there's the one that's like the phrase for all intents and purposes. A lot of people think it's for all intensive purposes. I mean, if you think that you, you're an idiot, the paranoia thing at least has legs. <laughs> okay. All right. We're halfway through the show and you're probably looking forward to the second half, but when the podcast ends, what are you going to do then? Why don't you jump on the Patreon, patreon.com slash radio mic, 
and just start listening to the TCB Overflow, which is the bonus 20 minutes that I put up each week for Patreons only. Plus, on Friday, you get the Pat and Mike show where we delve deeper into some of the topics we talk about here on 20th Century Boy. And all of this for as little as a dollar a month. Jump on board because this podcast is growing and we're not slowing down. But we need your support and we're giving back to you with bonus content every single week week. And last week on the Pat and Mike show, we talked about my massive fail live on radio on 3AW last week, which was super embarrassing. You can only catch the full story on Patreon. So head to patreon.com slash radio Mike and I'll see you there. No need to swap to another podcast because there's a whole bonus pod waiting for you right on Patreon. The Patreon is overflowing with content. Now let's get back to the main pod. This is Aang, the last airbender, and you're listening to 20th Century Boy. The other major thing that I wanted to talk about this week was um, the fact that my boys, Blink-182, are back, baby. I don't think if you're not a 90s kid, I don't, well, yeah, I don't know if everyone understands the appeal of Blink-182. I might have talked about it on the pod before, I don't know, but the thing about the th- I think Blink-22 is really an amazing case study of what life is. And I really mean that um, because musically as the three main members of the band, Tom DeLonge, Mark Hoppus and Travis Barker have aged, their music has become increase- increasingly complex and reflective of their state of life. You know, Blink-22 was just this these a bunch of kids from California who started making fast punk music in their parents' garages. And they have evolved so much since then and gone through so much since then. So I just wanted to do a little walkthrough about why I love Blink-182 so much. They, they, their first kind of single, which didn't really pick up too much, um, was this song called Carousel back in the, the mid, mid-90s. <laughs> And I think one of the appealing things about Blink-182 was they had two lead singers, Mark and Tom, which with, who had very, very different thought, uh, vo- vocal styles and voices. One was quite deep and traditionally sounding. One was more raspy and nasally sounding, which became quite iconic. And I have talked about Blink-182's reunion and their new song that they've dropped on my YouTube channel, which got a lot of views. So go and check uh, those out if you want my thoughts on those. But I'm just doing a little walkthrough here. And, you know, they start growing, they start getting traction and they have their really big breakout single um, with Damn It growing up from their album Dude Ranch, I think in 1997. I think the thing about this song, and this this song I think epitomizes everything this band is, right? It's an aggressive, fast, breakup punk song. It's amazing. The lyrics are so poignant. I love it. It's one of my favorite songs of all time. It's an incredible song. The lyrics in the song, I guess this is growing up. I want to focus on that because I think that's what Blink-182 as a band reflects to a lot of people growing up, getting older, having to cop life and do stuff in your life that you don't necessarily want to do. I guess this is growing up, right? And as they continue, they get signed to a label. They get a lot more polish on their music and they kind of had their, their first sort of 
international global mega hit, which of course was. And, um, you know, they become a very big punk band across the world. They become like a pop punk banger band. And if you go back and listen to those first, like particularly that album with all the small things, Anima of the State, pop punk classic, Summertime, Wind the Windows Down in the Car, I play that album. It's amazing. Um, They follow it up with another album, Take Off Your Pants and Jacket, which is, you know, a little bit darker, but it's more or less a copy and paste. I think the label just said, do that again. And you get more classic songs like... And I think from there, it's about 2001, 2002, they're getting into their thirties and they're, they're growing up, they're having kids, they're getting married and et cetera. And I think, you know, the three Tom DeLonge in particular starts wanting to do more mature music. I think he gets a bit sick of making pop punk music, like the rock show first day. Like, and I think, you know, people are talking about that. Like Blink-182 is just this lame pop punk band. He wants to make proper, well, I guess proper in inverted commas music. And then in 2003, Blink-182 comes out with their untitled or self-titled album, Blink-182, um, which is a complete shakeup of the formula. It is my all-time favorite album um, for reasons at some point I'll have to explain on this pod, but I could do a three-hour podcast talking about why that album is so good. But essentially, stylistically, it's a bit different. Um, they have uh, Feeling This. I get goosebumps every time I hear that. And then like, yeah, stylistically different songs like I Miss You. And that after that album is released, the whole band breaks up. Tom DeLonge leaves the band. He says he doesn't want to tour anymore. He wants to be with his family. He wants to make other music, whatever. In 2009, Travis Barker, the drummer in the band, is in a plane crash. Everyone dies except for him. He has extreme burns all over his body. Um, Very fascinating and terrifying story. And the band gets back together um, because they rekindle, they get back together, and uh, their comeback single is called Up All Night. And I think here's where we start to see, you know, that that motif of I guess this is growing up coming back. And I do think that is, again, the epitome of what this band is. You know, this group of friends from high school who make a band accidentally become exceptionally famous and popular. All of it becomes too much for them as they all start becoming adults and growing apart. And we all know, like, when, when you're becoming an adult, you start going in different directions to your friends or your friends start dating people you don't like or, you know, people just start going in completely different directions. You're still friends, but you just don't see them as much. You don't speak as much. When you see them, it's good. But, you know, life changes and this band breaks up. A literal plane crash happens and they get back together because they realize the fleetingness of life. They put out this album and then Tom DeLonge leaves the band again or gets fired from the band for not committing to anything. 
Matt Skiba from Alkaline Trio then joins the band to replace Tom and they come back with a huge single and album. This song's called Bored to Death. And, you know, there's no sign of Tom coming back. Um, but we do know that after a few years, the Mark, Tom and Travis start talking again. They're friends again. They're being friendly. And there's always conspiracies about Tom rejoining the band. But I never thought it was possible. Flashback to last week and we get the news. Tom DeLong has returned to the band seven years after he left. So he's back for the second time. And uh, it's huge news. It's amazing. and. You know, Mark Hoppus had cancer and they're coming up to 50 years old now to get this gang back together. Like they'll be forever associated with each other, but to get together and make a new album and tour the world, I got tickets to the Melbourne show. Um, so I'll be going to the Melbourne show. I cannot wait. And I think their new song's called Edging. It's awesome. Check it out. I love it. I've been listening to it on repeat, but I think what I love about this band and what I think so many people love about this band is just the complexities of life and friendship that are evidenced through this band. And again, you know, the music literally evolves from to And that's 20 years of, of development as a person. You know, this band has a legacy of, of over 20 years. A thir- I think it's 30 years, you know, they've been a band for. And to see that transformation, that evolution from literally being 18-year-old kids writing songs about, you know, being alone and breaking up... So then going on to, you know, writing about like having demons and, and death and loss and, um, loneliness and isolation, which are all themes that I think particularly that 2003 Blink-182 record, um, examines conceptually in great detail and in, in music, musically in such a fascinating way. Right. And then now coming up to age 50, getting back together as, an, as a trio for the second time and putting out a song that's just more upbeat and fun and not really giving a shit at all, seeing how things have sort of come full circle for this band who are now, um, I don't know, who are now like at peace with what's happened in the past, at peace with what life gave them. And now they put out a song, yeah, that's just, you know, a, a little bit less serious. And I love that lyric as well. Um, oh no, look at the mess we've started. Because going from the start with Damn It, um, I guess this is growing up, right? Everything that happens after that, you know, that's, I guess this is growing up is you when you're 18, you're figuring out, oh shit, life doesn't always go the way you want it to. Life doesn't always go to plan. To that lyric there, you know, now they're age 50 and the lyric is, 
oh uh, no, look at the mess we've started. And I think that lyric is reflective of Blink-182 as a band. It's like, oh, look at this mess we've started. Look at all this shit that's happened in life. Look at this mess. But now we're here. And I think, you know, that is such a poignant reflection on what life is. Just life is just constant moving from one problem to the next, feeling alone. Like all, all of these, all of these things, all of the things that these, this band has experienced, I think we all experience fighting with friends, coming back together, realizing that this friendship is more important than whatever the fight was about. All of stuff like that. Um, wanting time, wanting space from friends, wanting space from different people, wanting to do your own thing, find your own identity, seek your own identity. I relate to it so hard. And I think a lot of people, particularly probably young men relate to Tom, Mark and Travis and their experiences in life and what they have have done and, and what they've experienced together. Being in a band isn't easy. Being in any working environment isn't easy, especially when you're, you're in such close quarters with other people. I think writing songs together, writing music together. I think that's, I think that's really tough. And I think to me, that's what Blink-182 is, is all about. It's about growing up. And I think it's, it's, it's almost like prophetic that they had that song as, you know, 18, 19, 20 year olds, I guess this is growing up. And that song ended up epitomizing not just their careers and lives, but everyone's lives and everyone's careers. I guess this is growing up is basically just whenever shit's going on in my life, I'm just like, I guess this is growing up. Like this is life. What do you want to do about it? You just have to keep being alive. Just continue living. And yeah, I just find it super fascinating. So that, that wasn't particularly funny, but I just, that, that band means so much to me. So I wanted to do a little tribute to them there. Um, check out my YouTube channel for more thoughts on the, um, on the reunion and how excited I am. Um, that being said, speaking of songs that I could listen to on repeat, I've realized something and I want to, I want to set a challenge for it because I've actually realized that the song stay by the kid Leroy and Justin Bieber, you might know it. I actually think this might be one of the catchiest songs ever written in the history of pop music. Okay. I genuinely think that that song is one of the catchiest songs ever written in the world. And I'm obsessed with it. I've been obsessed with it since it came out. It's an amazing song. I love it. Don't at me. And what I have realized recently, because it's quite a short song, it's like two and a half minutes long, which is on the shorter side for, for songs. But that's exactly why it works. It's snappy. It gets straight to the point. There's no filler. It's all killer, no filler, right? And what I've realized is I genuinely believe that I could listen to that song on repeat for hours and hours on end and not get sick of it. Sometimes I have a shower and I just put music on, but I just put that song on repeat for the whole shower. Admittedly, the shower's like 10 minutes, but at the same time, I don't get sick of it. So what I think I'm going to try and do in the next few weeks, I might ask producer Pat on tips on how to maybe do this in a fun way. I think I'm just going to spend a whole day listening to stay by Justin Bieber and the kid Leroy on repeat. I will spend the entire day listening on repeat to stay. That's what I'm going to do. 
because I know I'm not going to get sick of it. Or maybe I just listen to it on repeat until I get sick of it. I'm just going to listen to Stay by Justin Bieber on repeat until I get sick of the song because I don't think I will. And I think I'll be like, I'll start and within a, and in a month's time. I'll, and, and when I say like listening to it on repeat, I just mean AirPods in, have it on repeat, listen to it all day. Do not stop listening to the song. Like no matter what I'm doing, if I'm going for a walk, like I'll, and, 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 you know, I'll have to invest a whole day in this. I'll have to block out a day where I don't see anyone because I like, I'm not going to be speaking to someone and listening to it but I really do believe that I could listen to this song on repeat for a whole day. It's such a good song. So I'm going to try that in the next few weeks. Okay. We've got two more things, three more things that I want to do on this week's show. So I think we should start off with... Sorry, wrong button. We wish you a merry no miss. We wish you a merry no miss. We wish you a merry no miss. It's the middle of the year. Yeah, I haven't done this for a while, but that doesn't mean that they haven't been coming in thick and fast. Essentially, no miss on this show is uh, our belief, our firm belief on this show that Christmas should not be celebrated before December. That, that's where it is. That's where it's at, really. If you're anyone putting up a Christmas tree in November or, you know, we we've, we had people sending in pictures of stores in the middle of September, right? The middle of September and they're, um, they've got Christmas stuff up. Halloween hasn't, hasn't even been yet. Jesus Christ. Um, and it turns out this isn't just happening in Australia. Friend of the show, Radio Dave Lee, he sent me a concerning photo. He's in the UK and he sent me a photo of a supermarket. He says, UK supermarkets putting Christmas food out already. Christmas food. Disgusting. And again, send in any Christmas things you see before November because we name and shame on this show. Radio Bear. Radio Bear is sending them in thick and thin. He said, sad news. He sent, sent a, few, a few photos. Sad news. There are Christmas decorations at Craigieburn Kmart. I mean, we know Kmart is one of the biggest perpetrators of Gnomus, but still disgusting. He then sends a follow-up picture of uh, what I believe is a pub, a pub where people are supposed to go to relax and forget about the world out there. The pub's advertising their Christmas menu. He goes, another violation at the commercial hotel in South Morang. Disgusting. A lot of people, and this is something controversial that I need to do on this show today. This will be very controversial. A lot of people have been asking me where I'm going to spend the $100 typo gift card that I was given by typo to settle a copyright dispute that we had. I went to my local typo. I haven't bought anything yet, just so you know. I went to my local typo and I went into the store and I actually noticed that, (laughs) you know, I hate having to do this. Typo had Christmas sweaters for sale in their store. Really nice Christmas sweaters. Again, though, it's October typo. It is not Christmas time. 
Christmas starts on December 1st. That's when you put your Christmas sweaters up. But they have these beautiful Christmas sweaters up at Typo. And I looked and they're $50 each about. So what I've decided to do is I'm going to purchase two Typo Christmas sweaters with the $100 gift card. I'm going to buy two of their Christmas sweaters. And at the end of the year, just before Christmas, one of you listeners is going to win the Christmas sweater, the second Christmas sweater. So you can see, you guys benefit out of this. Typo has given us $100. One of you can win the Christmas sweater. How do you win? Um, haven't actually thought about that. <laughs> Send in suggestions. I might brainstorm and talk about it next week. But this, you can win a Typo Christmas sweater on this show at the end of this year. Obviously, we're not going to be doing any discussion about it until December because it's violating the the code of this podcast that I'm even talking about it right now. But the Christmas sweater is winnable, just like this podcast, right? We are going to turn a blind eye to typo having Christmas decorations up in October because, because we are going to use this Christmas, this voucher to get a Christmas sweater for me that I'm going to wear at Christmas. And one of you will take home a Christmas sweater. Um, information on how that works pending. Okay. The other thing we're doing before the end of the year is Gumballarama where I will be emptying a gumball machine. I will be completely emptying, emptying a gumball machine. I, when I started this idea, I lived, I think I was living in Northcote, but I was just about to move to Kensington and there was a little food works on Macaulay road in Kensington that had a gumball machine in front of it. And I was going to use that one. Don't live there anymore. So I thought now I'm in Richmond and I thought it would be good uh, to just do it across uh, near where I live at Victoria Garden Shopping Center, which when I was a kid, my mom used to take me there all the time. And in front of the Kmart was a gumball machine. Well, to my surprise, there is no longer a gumball machine at Victoria Gardens in front of the Kmart. So what I just wanted to do, if you guys don't mind me doing a little bit of business on the podcast, but I think you guys, this is in your interest as well. I wanted to ring Victoria Gardens shopping center, which is my nearest shopping center and just inquire about whether or not they have a gumball machine at that shopping center because. Hello and welcome to Victoria Gardens. For shopping centre and store trading hours, please press 1. No. For car park, please press 2. No. For all other inquiries, including retailer phone numbers, wheelchair bookings, lost and found, or how to get here, please visit our website, www.vicgardenssc.com.au. Well, I won't be doing or that. Or hold to speak to our customer yeah. service. Team. I'll hold. Thank you. That's all right. No worries. Let's see what we get here. I might, I might fast forward through some of this. Sorry, Victoria Gardens reception is not available. Record your message at the tone. When you are finished, hang up or press hash for more options. 
Hi there, my name's Tompkins. Uh, I was just wondering, is there a gumball machine at Victoria Gardens? I'm I'm going down for a shop on the weekend with the kids and they love those gumball machines, so I thought that'd be a great way to get them out the door. Um, yeah, if you could call me back on this number, I just want to know if there's a gumball machine there. I know there used to be one in front of the Kmart, but it doesn't appear as though there's one there anymore. So, yeah, thank you. Okay, had to leave a message there. Hopefully they'll get, <laughs> hopefully they'll get back to me. Well, I don't know why the reception isn't manned. They might call back. Um, all right, let's um. <laughs> Hello, my name's Tompkins. <laughs> all right, uh, before before we wrap up, let's do this. It's Radio Mike's songs you forgot existed. Oh, I forgot about that song. Songs You Forgot Existed is a segment that I, well, you'll hear it in the, the pre-recorded package, but it's a, it's a segment I do when I'm like, oh, this is, the show isn't long enough. We might need one more segment. <laughs> and it's a good fill-in segment. Um, so this segment is where I play a song that you might have forgotten existed. So it's a song that I think was really big, but we all kind of like, oh, I don't remember this song at all. I, I, like you hear it, you're like, I don't remember that. Like, I've, I, like I forgot about that song. Sorry, it's not that you don't remember it. It's that when you hear it, you go, oh, yeah. Like you haven't heard that song in so long that you may as well have forgotten it existed. That's what this segment is all about. Send in your own. Um, but yeah, let's get straight into it. All right, it's time for another song you forgot existed, which is actually now just a segment I do when I think we're one segment short in the planning stage, and I'm like, let's fill three or four minutes. But, as always, I'm going to play you a song that you forgot. I've run out of time. You know how the game works. Just let me know if you forgot this song existed. I Just Want You To Know by the Backstreet Boys. Honestly, I've not thought about this song for a long time until now. Yeah, it's I Just Want You To Know by the Backstreet Boys. Uh, absolute classic song from like the mid to Look, I think what I'm realising for me is that songs you forgot existed for me are just songs that were like big in 2005 and six when I was a kid. So I would hear these songs like on the radio, but they weren't accessible for me because we didn't have Spotify or anything in those days. So it was just like, you'd catch this song on the radio a lot, but you'd never really listen to it again. And you'd forget about it because it was never in your Spotify library or anything. Anyway, lots of hits for the Backstreet Boys, obviously. I don't know if that was one of them, but it was quite big here in Australia back in the day. So let me know. Um, All right. We need to wrap up the pod. I think it's a bit shorter this week, but we've done a few longies. So, you know, get what you, you get what you get and you don't get upset. The plug. As I mentioned at the top of the show, the Patreon is popping at the moment with 67 patrons. Let's get to 70 by next week. As little as a dollar a month, guys. One dollar a month. That's $12 a year. Or if you're generous, $4 a month, $8 a month, $12 a month, or $20 a month are all available. You all get the same perks. It's just what you're willing to part with. Cancel your fucking Netflix account. Go pirate everything. Go Jack Sparrow everything, sorry. And give that Netflix money to me. But seriously, um, I, I like, 
it, it, you know, you sign up to Netflix and you give this big corporate conglomerate your money to watch shit content. And then me, an independent podcaster from Melbourne, Australia, just doing a podcast. I don't make really any money off this podcast. I don't even break even, I think. Um, but the Patreon really helps me justify doing the podcast. Um, so if you'd rather give your money to an independent person who just wants to break even on this, then cancel your Netflix and give your money to me. Same goes for any other streaming service you don't use. It's quite easy to Jack Sparrow content these days. So I highly encourage that. Um, of course, on the Patreon, you get the Overflow podcast. That is up right now. It's up at the same time as the main pod every week. And it's like an extra 20 minutes. Last week on the Overflow, I talked all about um, the role of nostalgia in business. And it was really, it was a really interesting chat. And uh, of course you get the Pat and Mike show, which is now every week. And that's another companion to this show where, well, Pat producer of this show and I talk, and then we do a deep dive often on one of the, well, on one of the topics I've talked about on this show, we might do another we might this week do a deep dive on blink 182 from pat's perspective and um as well as that uh we just sort of talk a bit of shit here's a little teaser from this week's pat and mike from last week's pat and mike rather i'm walking outside my apartment right just on the road on burnley street there's a guy in a ute who like gives me a big thumbs up and i was like ah could be like a could be a friend of mine like maybe because he beeped the horn could be a friend of mine i go up to the window i'm looking in thinking i'm gonna see like one of my tradie mates or something he winds the window down he's like oh you don't know me sorry (laughs) and i was just like oh and then he goes you're mike from the radio though aren't you (laughs) i'm like i mean i i guess i'm mike from the radio Like, I don't call myself that. That's like, it's like if you were in Gotham City and you found Batman, like, oh, you're the man of bats, aren't you? (laughs) You're the man of the bats. Uh, So please jump on the Patreon. There is so much fun content and bonus content and companion content to this. So if you like listening to this show, jump on the Patreon. It is is designed for you. Um, As well as that, Harry Potter and the Boys is still going and it is really heating up. I say that every week, but again, I say this every week too. It's my favorite bit of content that I do each week. I love it so much. Sammy Garlip is doing such a great job. And um, here's a little excerpt from this week's episode. They were interrupted by two Slytherins. Dramatic music starts playing. (laughs) That's, <laughs> that's in there. Stage direction. Stage direction. Dramatic music starts playing. I'll put some in in the, mm. in the edit oh for this. Oh, my God. Okay. Prepare for trouble, said the first student, who was covered in a silhouette. And the way you've spelled silhouette, sorry, I have to interrupt, is so funny. It's nowhere near right. It's S. <laughs> silhouette is a difficult word to spell because it, it's like silhouette. It, you've written S-I-L-L-O-W-E-T. So silhouette. <laughs> Which is fair enough. <laughs> so prepare for trouble, said the first student, who was covered in a silhouette. And make it double, said the second, also covered in a silhouette with a more timid voice. And I'm sure many of you can can pick the intertextual reference going on there that a 13-year-old boy would absolutely write. Guys, that's pretty much it for this week. Uh, I mean, I will just pause at the end here again to say that, you know, I really just wanted to talk about the Wall Street Journal thing this week. Huge for me. And uh, again, I do this every now and then where I get oddly sentimental at the end of the pod, but 
you know, I started this podcast five years ago. I recorded it out of my dad's garage, literally, when I was living at home. I'd never left home before. Um, and I was a really anxious kid. You listen to those pods and I'm just a different person completely. I've grown up a lot. I guess this is growing up. Um, but now, you know, five years later, okay, you, you know, we're not the biggest podcast in the country, but for an independent podcast, I think we've got a huge listenership. We've got Patreon supporters, a discord with so many people chatting all the time. Um, I actually, <laughs> actually started a subreddit for radio, Mike, reddit.com slash r slash radio, Mike, if anyone wants to use it, I just created it. So I've got it, but I, I and I'll use it if other people use it, but I don't want to do anything for it. <laughs> um, but just the growth of this pod, you know, 67 Patreons and sponsored stuff and traction from typo from grilled from dominoes and the wall street journal and kyle and jackie o i never could have imagined it um and i never could have imagined that this content would resonate so much because this podcast again is the conversations you wish you were having because it's the conversations i wish i was having and yeah it means so much that you guys listen are on board message me get in touch with me i love that so much so please do Please, if you've thought about messaging, but you never had, have, do it this week. I love reading all the messages. I don't always reply to everything because there's so many messages that come through genuinely each week, but Insta, email, and, and please share, share stuff on your stories, share stuff on your Twitter, tweet about the show, share it in your group chat, comment, tag friends, send stuff to friends. It's just how we keep it growing. Um, so yeah, I'll leave it there. Thank you so much. My name's been Radio Mike, and we were featured on the fucking Wall Street Journal, baby. Catch you later. Oh, intern Mike, my intern, what are you doing? I'm just on the computer because I'm looking on patreon.com um, to sign up to the Patreon so I can listen to the, the Overflow podcast. Do you mean the Overflow podcast? Yeah. Yeah, well, it's so easy to do, isn't it, Intern Mike? Yeah, it's really easy. You just type in patreon.com slash radio Mike and you can sign up and you get two bonus podcasts. So if you've finished listening to the podcast now, you can just go straight onto the Patreon and listen to Mike talk a bit more. He's so fun to listen to talk. I think I have a crush on him. That's weird intern Mike, but yeah, it is pretty easy. And you can just make a one-off donation to the show if you like it at paypal.me slash it's radio Mike. It all goes a long way to helping us keep the lights on here at Radio Mike Productions. Yeah, it does. I love you, Mike. I have a crush on you. All right, intern Mike, this is not appropriate. Let's just let's just end this this ad read. This podcast was a Radio Mike original production. Head to radiomike.com.au to check out all our other content. Stay up to date at radio.mike on Instagram and get in touch. Radiomikepod at gmail.com.